coming up. You can't uh, be God's friend and be the world's friend at the same time. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, you you might have that might work with people. You know, there's two people you know that that's fighting against each other, and both of them are your friends. You know, but you can't find that middle ground between the devil or the world, right. the devil and God. Right. There's no middle ground for you to see. You can't rest there. That's, that is not a fence you can straddle. That's right. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Jesus never said following him would be easy. In fact, many of his teachings reveal the difficulties and struggles of this life and the effort it takes to truly live out our salvation. Join us for the series, Making Every Effort, where Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn challenge us to examine our walk with Jesus Christ and how well we are striving to be like him. Here's the fourth message in the series, Living at Peace with God, Part 1. I like how uh, Rick Warren described these three temptations um, that are in the world. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Rick said, the lust of the flesh is the desire to feel pleasure of any kind. The desire to fulfill, to feel pleasure of any kind. And that's hedonism. That's hedonism. That's that's that temptation that will lead the desire to feel pleasure of any kind can lead you away from the will of God. Yeah. Tempt you to go away from the will of God. He goes on to say the lust of the eyes is the desire to have more possessions. Mm -hmm. Desire to have more possessions. And that's materialism. Mm -hmm. And that desire which the world presents can lead us to go away from the will of God and not please God. And then he goes on to say, the pride of life is the desire to want to be admired, envied, and even worshiped by others. Mm -hmm. To be admired, envied, and worshiped by others. And that's uh, secularism, Mm -hmm. secularism, particularly human secularism, Mm -hmm. and that you just are living for the pleasure of other people and what they offer and how they want to make you a hero and make you envied and honored Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And for all of these temptations, people have risked their lives. In order to fulfill that de- those desires, yeah. put their life on the line to fulfill them. And so, I want to tell you today: don't love the world. Yeah. So we um, we must understand that the only thing that really really matters is pleasing God. Amen. Amen. The second thing, and to answer the question, how do we live at peace with God, is look forward to the day of the Lord. Mm. Look forward to the day of the Lord. 
I know that might seem a little strange, you know, because the day of the Lord says it's going to come <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and wipe everything out yeah, and yeah. burn everything up. And you say, I'm, am I supposed to look forward to that? And I'm telling you, absolutely <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You're supposed to look forward to that. And even when I don't know us when, when and where. You don't know, you know when it's going to happen, yeah. but you need to be looking forward yeah. to it Amen. because the Bible tells us to. Yes. All right. It tells us to. See, if we didn't look for it, we wouldn't prepare for it. That's right. Okay. That's we right. wouldn't acknowledge that mm -hmm. it's going to happen. We wouldn't we wouldn't proclaim it. And we wouldn't tell other folk, you better watch out right. if right. we're not looking right. for it ourselves. Right. And we're going <clears> to <throat> read more about this as we move on here and cover in our, in our message today mm -hmm. that we should be looking forward to the day of the Lord. Amen. All right. Look at what 2 Peter 3, 11 through 12 says. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this. We read how it's going to be destroyed, right? Mm -hmm. What holy and godly lives you should live. I'm going to pause on that. It's saying if since all this stuff going to be <laughs> destroyed, like we already said, uh -huh. it would behoove us yeah. to live a holy and godly life. That's right. Because the only thing that really matters is pleasing God and living a godly right. life and a holy life pleases God. Amen. So when you know that this world going to come to an end one day, then we should just be like, you know what? I need to be about living holy and 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 living a godly life. I really yeah. need about it because nothing else going on in my right. life going to matter in the end anyway. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Matters. Nothing else is going to matter. So I need to be looking forward to um, the day of the Lord and having it on the forefront of my mind to live holy and to live a godly life. Then look what verse 12 says. It actually says to look forward. Verse 12 says, looking forward to the day of, of God and hurrying it along. Mm -hmm. You see, I'm going to pause on that. It, it says not only should you look forward to it, but it... it it should be coming on in your mind and spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is the idea behind that. It's like, you know, that you know, we say time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> right. Right. There's something to that. Yeah. If 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 you're so focused on living holy and living godly, and what will happen is it will seem like time it will seem like um more time it would seem like less time has passed than it really has. Yeah. And so we've all been there where we was doing something with some people and yeah. just having such a great time. Yeah. And then we look up, oh, it's two o'clock. Uh -huh. You know, right. it didn't, right. it didn't feel like it because yeah. you were, you were so focused you were enjoying yourself, and, and yeah. enjoying yourself and mm -hmm. so engaged mm -hmm. in whatever it is you were engaged in. You go to a movie, the movie's three hours, and then it felt like it was only two or an hour and a half. It's like, right. oh, wow, this movie was three hours? And it didn't feel like it so because you were so engaged in it. Yeah. In it. Mm -hmm. So we should be so engaged mm -hmm. in living a godly life and living holy that time passes faster than we really believe we it feels like it is. Yeah. That's how engaged we should be. Mm -hmm. And so that's what it's telling us. And then it reads on. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in flames. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. So we should be really, really focused on living godly and living holy. 
that it makes it seem like time is is not moving as fast as it is. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so the third thing that we should do um, to live at peace with God is stay hungry for righteousness. Stay hungry for righteousness. Mm -hmm. Second Peter 3.13 says, but we are looking, we read this before, we're going to read it in the New Living Translation now. Mm -hmm. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth he has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. Actually, we didn't read this before. Mm. So we're looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. Amen. So you see what it's telling us to do It's telling us. And so the other part of the reason that we're looking forward to the day of the Lord is because we know there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Mm that God has promised a new heaven and a new earth. Mm -hmm. And this heaven or earth is not going to be like the heaven or earth we experiencing now. The heavens or the earth we're experiencing now. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the heavens, the, the heavens and the earth we're experiencing now is filled with unrighteousness. That's right. We talked about it already. I, I asked you guys the question, which one of these temptations do you mostly see? Mm -hmm. All right, people people yielding to. Mm -hmm. And you you named them because yeah. you've seen them. Right. In this new heaven and this new earth, none of that will be there. Yeah. See, in this heaven and earth, in, in the heavens, folks, folks talk about what's what's that that term um on the airplane? <laughs> um you you know, folks doing things on the airplane they ain't supposed to be doing with each other. Oh, oh, the mile high club. The mile high like club, that? yeah. It, okay. So folks get. I think you're dating yourself. That's okay. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I don't care because the folks going up into the heavens or into the skies, mm -hmm. doing stuff they ain't had no business doing. And bragging about it, coming down here, bragging about it and wanting to be envied <laughs> because they did. They are part of the Mile High Club. Uh, OK, some of them, they down here. Doing they, they're down here doing it, too. <laughs> but I wanted to tie in the fact yeah. that there are un, there's unrighteousness going on in the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they're up in the air. They're up in yeah. the air. Yes. I just wanted to highlight mm -hmm. that. And so this earth and this world is filled with unrighteousness, mm -hmm. but the new heaven and the new earth is filled with righteousness. So we, as we're living in this world, we should remain hungry yeah. for righteousness, for righteousness. And righteousness is simply living to the standard of God, living to the standard of God. We should be hung, staying hungry to live to the standard that God has set that we should live to, mm -hmm. that we should have a hunger for that. Amen. In fact, Matthew 5, 6 says just that. And it tells us something. It promises us, us, us something if we stay hungry. Mm -hmm. It's Matthew 5, 6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, mm -hmm. for they will be filled. Amen. And this is Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that he gave. 
He said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, mm -hmm. for they will be filled. So we should remain hungry for righteousness, understanding that God has promised to fill us, to, to fill us up with, with righteousness because we're hungering yes, for it. Yes. We're hungering to be right with God. We're hungering to be in right standing with God. Amen. So you ask um, how do I live at peace with God? I need to hunger for righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's how I do it. And lastly, the fourth thing that we should do to live at peace with God is make every effort to be spotless and blameless. Mm -hmm. Make every effort to be spotless and blameless. Second Peter 3.14 says, so then, um, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be to be found spotless and blameless at peace with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be at peace with him when I'm found spotless and blameless. I know you're probably saying, yeah, but I just sinned, you know, just 10 minutes ago I was sinning. I sinned, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, or just... You know, hour ago, yesterday, and this morning, <laughs> you say I'm a I sin. I, I you know you say yeah yeah. God has made God has made some um, uh, adjustments that we can make for that. He gave us a way to deal with those sins. He knows that we're not perfect. He mm -hmm. knows that we are going to sin. Yeah. But He's given us a way to do it. But we need to make every effort to do it. Mm -hmm. See, if we get too lax, I was saying this earlier about what God has already done for us, how he's already forgiven us, then we won't be making every effort to stay spotless and blameless. It's a continual thing that we'll be doing until we die. And we need to be following that up and staying hungry for righteousness and making mm -hmm. every effort. Amen. Look what the same verse says in um, the easy to read version, 2 Peter 3.14. Dear friends, we are waiting for this to happen. Talking about the day of the Lord. So try as hard as you can to be without sin and without fault. Try as hard as you can to be without sin and without fault. Yeah. Try to be at peace with God. That's how you do it. Sin, our sin causes uh, a, a, a separation or puts a barrier between us and God. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to, we don't want that there. We want that removed. And so we need to do that. Look at what Deuteronomy, um, this is not just a new Testament concept. Deuteronomy 18, 13, it says, you must be blameless before the Lord, your God. Mm -hmm. You must be blameless before the Lord, your God. Amen. It's not a, just a New Testament concept. And so, in fact, um, Jesus, I mean, uh, God talked about, um, about uh, um, um, Job being blameless. Yeah, yeah. And so right. we need to be making every effort to be spotless and blameless. Mm -hmm. We need to not be passive about that. We need to not take that lightly. But God, as I said, has given us a provision to help us be spotless and blameless. Amen. First John 1 John 1.9. If you haven't highlighted this in your Bible, you need to do it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because this is a passage that leads us to being spotless and blameless Amen. and making every effort to live a holy life. It says, if we confess our sins, you say, I sin. Yep, you, we all do, but we have to confess them. Mm-hmm. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all un righteousness. Amen. So we talked about the new heaven and the new earth being a place where righteousness live. That's where righteousness live. We live now in this heaven and earth where unrighteousness lives. We're going to be, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth where only righteousness live. And we need to be making every effort to stay right with God. And part of that is confessing our sins and it says here, if we do that, mm-hmm. God will clean, purify us and cleanse the unrighteousness out of us yeah. so that we will be prepared for when, you know, when Christ comes back unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So we want to keep a short, a short um, ledger of sin. That's right. We all sin, but get it off the books as quickly as you can. So, so in other words, don't sit up there and be planning the sin. Don't like, be, don't, yeah, don't, don't be scheduling your cal- the sin. Your calendar filled with, with sin. sin. No? Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. need, and when you sin, you need to be making every effort to That's say, right. Lord, I've sinned. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said that. Forgive me, Lord. I That's shouldn't right. have done that. Forgive me, Lord. And the God has promised to cleanse us from it. Right. So that we'll be in the, we'll be um, hungering for righteousness making ourselves right because of the blood and our continual asking for forgiveness Amen. Um, and making every effort to to ask God to forgive us because we want to be fit for the new heaven and the new earth because we've been cleansed yes. and yes. and been made right with God because we, we don't want to be found unfit for the new heaven and new earth because only righteousness will be there Amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates.
Join us next time. And don't let or have to need life to get hard for you to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming. See, some of us are there. We, we're not motivated by this statement until things go wrong in our lives, until we're, 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 we're fit to be tired, until we had it up to here. I'm tired of being tired. And you and that's when now all of a sudden somebody tell you rest coming. Now you're inspired by that statement. Don't wait till you get to that state to be inspired by the fact that rest is coming. As a follower of Christ, we should be inspired by it when we're when we're high, when things are just well in our lives. Everything is going like we would like. It should still inspire us. Thank you for listening. 